his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Hello, lovely humans. I'm Wildly, and you're listening to Sex Stories, a podcast where we share our most intimate details in an effort to help everyone lead better laid lives. And my guest I am so excited to introduce today is Emily. Welcome. Hello. Will you please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yes, my name is Emily. I am 21. I identify as a cis woman. I am generally heterosexual, but I have crossed the line. Um, We can talk more about that later. Great. I'm a student, uh, but I also work in healthcare and I write part-time on the side. And I was born in New York uh, in a rural farm town, but I go between New York and Michigan. And I've been doing that for like the last four years. Awesome. What kind of writing do you do? So it started out on Craigslist, actually. What? Uh, (laughs) Go on. I... I needed to pick up an extra job, and this guy said, I'm looking for someone who can edit my work. I said, okay. Uh, and he was offering $50 per edit, and I was like, well, that's not so bad. Well, then I like got into the writing, and I was like, oh, oh. it really is worth the $50. <laughs> uh, so I, I started doing that, and then there's a newspaper here, and they were looking for writers. I'm like, yeah, we'll take you. So it's been really, really great. So I think I've my third article published now. Congrats. That's great. Thank you. (laughs) Nice. So will you give us a little history about your sexual self? Take us back to the very beginning. When did sex first enter your awareness? Okay. So like I said, I'm in healthcare. And that basically means uh, my whole family is. (laughs) Um, My mom has been in healthcare since she was 16. Okay. Uh, So I just was really taken into that world and my sisters are nurses so they'd be like studying for their tests and I'd be four or five and of course they'd be right there yeah. so by the time I was like four I knew all the parts and it could get kind of embarrassing because like we'd be out to eat and then I'd just start repeating all the parts and my mom would be like okay you need to be quiet <laughs> we're in public it's not okay yeah. so that was kind of the beginning and my sister when I was five she got pregnant. So I pretty much just knew that she and her boyfriend had had sex and now they were having a baby. And how so old was she at the that. time? She was 21. Okay. Maybe? Yes. So I knew where they came from. I knew where babies came from. I knew how they were made. But my family is very conservative. Okay. Are you familiar with Seventh-day Adventists? A little bit. But for our listeners who aren't, can you just give us a little overview? Okay. So essentially... Uh, they follow the Bible to the letter. They worship on uh, Sabbath, which would be Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, and just extremely conservative. No sex before marriage. Um, your best to not even not even go there. Some people choose not to kiss at all. Oh wow, that is not uncommon. I have seen that. Uh, so yeah, it's pretty strict in that way. Okay. Um, so for my parents, they were kind of like, "Wow, okay, my daughter's having a child. <laughs> oh did, boy." Did they say anything? 
beyond that or was it sort of like they it sounds kind of accepting but just like um both of my parents have been married and divorced previously okay and my dad had had like extramarital relations and my mom knew that okay and so for them they were like okay a baby's always a good thing yeah um so they were a little shocked but my mom uh, was just like babies are always good it doesn't matter the circumstance, like good things can come out of it. So yeah. she was pretty, pretty supportive. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the very beginning. How would you describe your current relationship with sex? Um, okay, so right now, I am not particularly active. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a positive relationship in that I enjoy it very much so. I enjoy it with my partner. I enjoy it with myself. Both mm-hmm. are great, mm-hmm. but right now I'm just very busy. And so sometimes I like need all the time, but sometimes I'm like, oh, we give about it. It's okay too. Yeah. So it's kind of like a come and go relationship, but it's good. Okay. So I guess that's what I would say right now. That's great. I like to have that as a check-in of like origin story where it's like medical and a little clinical and then like current. And so now let's bridge that gap. When do you first feel like you had awareness of sex beyond the like mechanics of it and like in your own personal self when did you kind of start thinking about it in terms of like oh what could sex be like for me so I was I was in third grade and I went to private Adventist school and there were girls who went there who were in my grade and they did not have the same upbringing so they knew everything I didn't know oh yeah, they knew all these things. I'm like, that's what? Like, that can't be real. So <laughs> they like knew what lingerie was. I'm like, what is that? So they yeah. taught me like all these little things that I didn't know. Oh, wow. And then they would like be talking about our teacher and it was terrible. But wait, like in what way? <laughs> and like, they'd be, like, do you think she wears like lingerie for her husband? <laughs> I'd be like, I don't know. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Uh, so that was. That was when I was like, oh, okay, so there's more to it. And we pretty much all stayed together. And then as we all got older, we, like, learned more and more. Um, and then by the time I was in, like, eighth grade, I, like, met this boy. Or maybe I was in seventh grade. I, I started masturbating, like, really young. Ooh. So <laughs> how, how young, if you could guess an age? Maybe, well, I shouldn't say really young, but maybe, like... 11 or 12 Mm -hmm. 11 or 12 Mm -hmm. well it's not super young but in like I feel like because there's stigma around masturbation we assume it's young but the more I talk to people the more I'm like oh that's pretty normal yeah right yeah but it feels young yeah it does feel young because when I look at people that age I'm like you're such you're still a child like you're so innocent yeah yeah exactly so I knew that part and then like by the time I was you know 13 that's when I like got a a boyfriend he wasn't really a boyfriend yeah and we never like touched each other but I was like oh like I want you to kiss me that was kind of where I started to be like okay there's other people involved now yeah and did you you said you went to an Adventist was it an all-girls school you said uh it wasn't but at that year there were only girls okay oh uh, wow did they yeah. give you a sex ed like did they have so, that or did your parents give you any sort of instructions so there were two incidents that I remember interestingly enough my sister was the one because she was a nurse who came to the school and gave the sex talk so (laughs) 
so she passed out like she gave kind of like the most basic um, information and then she like passed out like pads and things like that mm-hmm. and then that was that was it but my sister is pretty open about it like she tells me like all the things that she tries with her husband and I'm like wow that's great you're almost 40 and you're still doing awesome things <laughs> um, <laughs> and my mom wanted to read this book with me which was terrible it was called every woman's battle Oh, and she basically just wanted to read the sex part out of it. And I was like, okay. And it was terrible. And it was just like, don't have sex and masturbation is wrong. And they told the story about this girl who felt so guilty every night because that's what she did every night. And that's the only part of the book my mom read to me. And I was like, this is terrible. And I just wanted it to be over. Yeah. Did she give you any commentary with it? Or was she just like pointedly reading it with you? Like, oh no, she just read it. That wow. Was, I'm glad that she just read it and it was over. Totally, totally. If she kept commenting, I'd be like, this is taking too long. <laughs> so that's what I remember. And we didn't really have anything in high school. Okay. Because I went to Adventist private boarding school too for high oh, school. Wow. Wait, what was it like at a boarding school? Was it more wild, less wild? Because if it's Adventist, it's sort of like strict, right? It is very strict. No shoulder showing, no knee showing. Oh, so this, uh, my shoulder that is currently on display would be I like... Know. Well, we even make jokes about it now. Like when I see high school students come to the university to visit, I'm like, oh boy, I'm showing my shoulders. Oh no, what am I oh, going to do? Wow. And no piercings, no nail polish, uh, no crazy hair color, no crazy makeup. So it's pretty strict. Yeah. And so there's like girls dorm, boys dorm. If you're caught like in a room with a boy, if yeah. you're a girl and... You're even in the same room. You can be separated from each other and not allowed to talk, text, you'll get your phones taken away. Whoa. Yeah. So that never happened to me because I didn't date anyone I went to high school with. Okay. I was with someone that was like twice my age at home. Oh, did your parents yeah. know? Yeah. No, they did not know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say mine. How did you, <laughs> wait, how did you meet this person? Okay, go uh, on. This person was my brother's best friend. Okay. All of my siblings are much older than me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my closest sibling, she's in her 30s and okay. I'm 21. So yeah. that's kind of the difference. Yeah. And yeah, that is, that's how we met. I knew him forever. I've yeah. his family forever. I mean, bro- older brother's friends for the win. I feel you. Right? He, I had the biggest crush on him forever and ever yeah. and ever, but he always had a girlfriend. Yeah. One day he didn't have a girlfriend. Yeah. So yes, it's highly illegal and there's a reason these things are illegal, I'd like to say. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you want to expand on that a little bit? Just like thoughts yeah. and feelings around it? And then if you feel comfortable sharing some of your experiences with him and particularly as they relate to your, because it was during high school, right? So. Yes. Did you guys um, end up doing sexual stuff together? Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah. We we had like full on sex. It was always terrible. And I'll tell you, tell you about that too. Okay. So we were always pretty close. Like I always checked up on him because he was also in the military. Mm. And we had taken a road trip with my family. We were all together. And we came back from this road trip. And he started to get like really touchy with me on the road trip. And I was like, ooh, okay, it's happening. Yeah. How old were you at the time? 14. Okay. Mm-hmm. 14. Mm-hmm. So he's, uh, he's 27, I think, at this time. So I'm 14, he's 27. And he came over to my house. I was the only one there because in New York, when you're 14, you can't work yet at certain hours of the day. Mm-hmm. 
And I remember he, he kissed me and I was like, oh, okay, this is fabulous. Like, this is my dream come true. Yeah. And then he would like stay over at my house and he'd sneak out and we'd cuddle. And then eventually it progressed to more. I don't, I remember I lied to him. He thought I was really experienced because I wanted to be like an older girl. So I told him I did all these things with other boys, which wasn't true. Only one other boy, but he didn't know that. Yeah. And I don't think I remember like giving him head or anything like that. I definitely remember the first time we had sex. That was not very exciting. It's kind of boring. Oh, really? Was he your first partnered sex? For like penetration? Yes. Okay. I remember he said something like, oh, I wonder if it'll fit. Well, it was going to fit because it was really small. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't really think about it. That's baffling that someone would say that. I mean, that's just crazy. That's crazy to me, honestly, if I'm just saying my feelings. I think he said that because he just wanted to, like, yeah. find a segue yeah. into that. Yeah. Um, and all I could think of was to say in my mind, no glove, no love. Yeah. No idea where that came from. But that's, <laughs> that's what right. I said. No glove, no love. I love that. That's brilliant. I know. I don't know where I learned that from, but I learned that from somewhere. So he was like, oh, okay, well, and I think he got condoms the next time. And then we did, we did try it again, Uh but it was not exciting. So he thought it was great. Of course. I don't know why. Of course he did. Yeah. That's, I always wonder too, when I have underwhelming sex and the person is like, that is so good. I'm just like, do you want, what does this mean to you? Like, are we living on different planets? Do you really think that? Are you, do you get good feelings out of saying that? Like, it's baffling to me. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I'm curious about the, you said that you were talking to him in this way to get him to think you were more experienced. Do you remember the feelings that made you want to say things like that? Or like, can you articulate the thoughts and feelings around that? So as an innocent child, you think that like, no one has sex. Yeah. They're either only doing it with, like, their husband or their wife and no one else. Totally. Uh, Maybe they're kissing people, but that's it. And so he had been with this girl, a younger girl as well, like, older than me, but still younger. Mm -hmm. And I just thought they must have been, like, kissing or something. And then after a while, he would, like, tell me, like, oh, yeah, I slept with, like, this girl. And and this happened because he was trying to make me feel better about some lie I told him about Mm. sleeping with someone. Got it. It's not true. And that's how I found out. I'm like, oh, I guess I have to step up my game so that he thinks I'm I'm older. Yeah. So I told him I slept with one or two guys, which was not true at all. And he definitely should have known that from the very first time we were ever together. Yeah. But yeah, I just remember I wanted to be older. I wanted him to think I was an adult so he'd uh, be more into me. Hmm. And then I also found out he was like sleeping with people, which I was like, oh, I just can't believe that. But yeah, yeah. Yes. Those were like my logical thinking there that I should just be older. And yeah. So how long did your relationship with him last? And did you keep sleeping with him? Three, three years. Years. Okay. So you did keep Uh, sleeping with him. I did. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, I would go to school. He'd go back. He was living in Nevada. He'd go to Nevada during the summer or usually he never came home for Christmas. It always made me so mad Mm. because I'd like beg him to come home. Please come home. He's like, well, I took all this time off. I'm like, okay. 
That's the, so that's the snuggliest time of the year. Right. The dead of winter in the northern hemisphere. Yeah. So um, during the summer, he'd come home for about a month or so, and I'd be there. Um, then we'd start all over. And yeah, we did that for three years. Then I was a senior in high school. He's like, you should just date somebody else for the experience. And I did. And it wasn't exciting. Yeah. I liked the guy. But he was super innocent. And I did not know how to tell him, like, oh, you've never kissed anyone. But I've been sleeping with people. Yeah. Yeah. So I, mean, I never told him that. We don't, have a, <laughs> we don't have a language for that yet. And that's kind of what I want to, like, help us develop. Like, that's what I want for our world. <laughs> like, Yeah, right? Yeah. I don't think that was in this guy's mind. Like, I don't think he thought that was a possibility at mm -hmm, all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So then I, I saw this guy that I've been with for a long time. And I was like, oh, boy, I just can't leave you. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want to have sex anymore. I was like, I don't want to have sex anymore. Like, it's not like it's not working for me. Like, yeah. I don't feel good about it because you're like, it just seemed wrong to okay. me because I was sneaking out of my house every night to yeah. do this. Oh, that's then I'd come back at like 4 a.m. Yeah. yeah, or I'd do it, like, with my parents in the next room, which the whole time I'm like, oh, boy, please don't wake up. Oh, man. <laughs> I only did that a couple of times when I was still in my parents' house, and I remember always just being like, oh, this is a little weird for me. Right? I'm yeah. like, you're sleeping right on the other side of the door. Yeah. On the other side of the wall. The wall. Yeah. yeah, same. That's exactly. My bedroom was right next to my parents' bedroom, and I was like, oh. Especially if there was a squeak, like a mattress squeak at all, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> no. He'd come over in the middle of the day when no one was home, yeah. if I was home. Yeah. Uh, but then my brother moved back home. Oh, wow. And so then he he wouldn't care. Like, he was pretty open around my brother, and my brother knew. But my brother did not say anything until, like, uh, the last couple of years. He was like, yeah, I knew, and I should have really said something, but I didn't. Mm. So sorry about that. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, so his idea of me being like, I don't want to sleep with you anymore was, okay, you can't see me at all because I can't control myself. Oh, oh, that's kind of, how did that make you feel? That makes me feel yuck. What's your experience? Um, I was like, okay, so you're punishing me. Like it was a yeah. punishment and I did not take it well. Yeah. And I think he kind of came around. Some people are like initially have like poor reactions, you know? Mm -hmm. And then come around after a while and they're like, okay, fine. If that's what, if that's how you're going to be. And he was the same way, like with nudes, he'd be like, okay, send me nudes. But I like, I wasn't comfortable with it at yeah. first yeah, or ever really. And he's like, okay, if you don't, I'll just watch porn. Oh, and that's some manipulative, manipulate. That is some manipulative bull bullshit. I'm so activated. I can't even say the words. <laughs> and I mean, as a 15 year old girl, I was like, Okay, because, I mean, I was watching porn. I yeah. think I started watching porn pretty young, too. Okay. So I knew what he was watching. I'm like, well, I can't compete with that. Totally. You do that. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. I'm hearing an amount of self-awareness that I certainly did not have as a 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old. Does it feel like you were like, no, here's what I need to an extent? Like, it sounds like you were really feeling into your needs and boundaries. It also sounds like there was a lot of underwhelming experiences. So when I look back at my niece, she's 14 now. And when I look at her, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're so young. You're still a baby. Yeah. And if I found out like that that was happening with her, I'd be like, OK, you know what? We need to just have a talk. And it's illegal. 
and I'm not sure that you're emotionally ready for this. Yeah. So, so when I look at myself, I'm like, man, I was still a child. Hmm. Uh, and that really just wasn't when I first came to college, we were still together at the time. And mm -hmm. I told someone about who I was with, how old he was. And she was like, yeah, that's just illegal and wrong and very like pedophilia ish. I was like, no, it's not. And yeah. then over time, I was like, oh my gosh, it is. Yeah. And it was not okay. And, and that was kind of a hard recognition for me for yeah. a while. <laughs> totally. You're like, oh, I got taken advantage of like hardcore. So that was, I don't think I was very self-aware. I think I was a child who did not know what they wanted or needed. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is basically what happened. Yeah. So, yeah, that was hard. Now I'm like, oh, okay, it is what it is. We move on. What, if anything, have you done to kind of process that for yourself or take care of yourself in these moments where you're like, oh, shit, I have a reframe and here's a new <laughs> version of what a my history was for myself. I think um, maybe it was over just two summers ago or maybe this summer. I, I see a therapist. I've seen her for like three years now. Yeah. I love and, therapy. Oh, I love her so much. She's Good. awesome. Yeah. Could keep her in my pocket. Um, yeah. And, and I told her about it and she was like, wow, okay. You never told me this. This is like a big step. And I, I hadn't really ever talked about it. And so just talking about it and being honest about it for the first time, you're like, yeah, I got taken advantage of. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of like the big step. And then it, it was kind of, it's been a while. I think it's been about three years now. Mm. So I don't, I don't think it bothers me anymore. Or maybe because I don't really think about it. Mm -hmm. And he's with someone, what does bother me is he's with someone new. And I wonder if she knows what kind of person he is. Yeah. And some part of me wants to be a little bit of a homewrecker yeah. and, and tell her that she needs to be careful that you don't know what to expect from this guy. So yeah, that's hard. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it for that. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not affected by it anymore, okay. I guess. Uh, that was actually going to be my next question. Do you feel like those early experiences have shaped your current experiences? Uh, sometimes. Uh, yes, because I expected um, the person with now, I expected them to treat me in like really specific ways. Like if I said, I'm not comfortable with sending nudes, I would get, okay, I'll just watch porn. And they were like, okay, that's fine. Like, don't worry about it. And I was like, whoa, what? Oh. Or, or they would send them and I was kind of like, okay, well, this is weird, but that's cool. Yeah. Okay. This is totally different. You're taking the first step. And if I said like, you know, I'm not wanting to... Um, have like any sort of sexual activity right now they'd be like oh okay that's that's fine we will go hang out later I'll see you then I'm like wow this wow. is fabulous <laughs> so that I was just expecting um, like really different things that I'm getting now yeah was your relationship before your high school partner you said you fooled around with a partner previously was, was that awful. okay <laughs> will you tell us a little bit about that like earlier dynamic Oh, this is so funny. My first kiss story also involves my first penis story. Okay. Oh, uh, my God. Oh. It was at church. <laughs> we were meeting for some uh, lunch thing, and it was like, my girlfriend, I just broke up with her. Do you want to meet up? Because we had been talking for a long time, and I was like, she was my neighbor and also my 
brothers, cousin, but they were not related by blood. So it's super weird. It's okay. so weird. Yeah. They're cousins, but not cousins, yeah. and they live yeah. on our land. So okay. all sorts of weird stuff going on. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. Also, every girl in town just really wanted this dude, and he was known as getting around. He was known as being kind of a hoe. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, it's my chance. So he <laughs> follows me. I made up some lie about looking for something, and I'm like, yes, he's going to come help me. Uh-huh. So he shows up in this room. And we're like standing there and he's like, okay, here it goes. And he grabs me and kisses me. And my eyes are like wide open. And I'm like, dear Lord, what is happening? Because it wasn't like nice and gentle. It was like full tongue from the very beginning. Oh My, the, my first kiss was too. It was like, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, ah. And it was like a strong tongue oh, man. touching my uvula. I'm like, okay, this is happening. Whoa. So then before I know it, his hand is in my pants. And I'm like, okay, I didn't sign up for this, but sure, whatever. So this boy apparently has no concept of what being wet means. Oh. So he's like, oh, okay, let me just like shove a finger in there. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's not good, but oh, whatever. Man. So I'm like trying to back up. And he like takes his hand and uses it to like grab me closer. So that happened. And I like untangled myself and pretended to actually look for something uh-huh. and I turned back around and his penis is out and it was large like it was big and I always thought that it was because it was the first one I've ever seen but yeah. that's not true it was just really large okay it's like you should touch it I'm like I don't want to touch it he's like you should touch it I'm like I'm not going to touch that he's like why I'm like well uh I'm I'm not in the mood I don't yeah. know what to say yeah uh, so that was, uh, yeah, that was really interesting. And afterwards I was like, yeah, don't do that again. And he said, oh, are you going to say I raped you? Like, no, what? that's not what, I- yes. That, how did you come away feeling from that experience? Um, okay. So number one, you have your first kiss. It's great. Yeah. Um, just because it's your first kiss. It's exciting to have a first kiss. And... I remember, I think I was, it just made me more curious. And I remember, like, um, I I made out with him, like, two more times. And we, like, met up another time in the freezing winter outside because he wanted a hand job. Outside in the winter? He wanted a hand job? <laughs> I had brought my dog for security because I knew oh this guy. Gosh. Like, yeah, I brought my dog, my scary golden retriever and my best friend was on the phone in my back pocket oh wow isn't yeah it was super awkward uh and I was like yep this is terrible it's freezing yeah you're taking a long time and I don't want to do this anymore so yes wow yeah it was great he was he was hard in the freezing cold yes did he end up coming he did He's like, can I come on your face? I'm like, no. <laughs> I Jesus. I'm, like, I'm not kneeling down in the snow. It's It was probably about 20 degrees out. Wow. Yeah. That Those are some wild first experiences. I know. I, he, was a, he was a gem. He gave great foot massages. That much is true. Okay. But. Well, that's some. I mean, he's got to have some redeeming quality. So. Well, yeah, he does. They're in there somewhere. So 
What were the curious parts of you that wanted to keep exploring? Because it sounds like even though these experiences were perhaps, would you say not necessarily ideal? Well, I didn't totally not enjoy them. Because number one, like yeah. you're just kidding someone. So you're like, oh, yeah, this is yeah. terrible. But also, like everyone I, I knew was like, yeah, it's great. So I'm like, okay, it's got to be great at some point, right? Right. Um, oh, that's so, such I an mean, interesting point. So it's like you're waiting because with that context and with not knowing, you're just waiting for it to get better somehow. Yeah, I I think so. And then like when I got with the older guy, I was like, well, this is a little bit better at least. Like he kind of cares. Mm. So it did, that did get better. The fact that he thought he was amazing at everything and I faked every single orgasm. Not I- not ideal. Not ideal. Because <laughs> he sometimes when guys have a lot of experience, they think they do. Yeah. They begin to think they're really awesome. Yeah. And they don't stop yes. to check in sometimes. Yeah. No. Um, so he would just give head. It was okay. And I was like, okay, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. I'll just fake it so he can stop and I can go to sleep. Mm. sex was never good like penetration was never good because well it's not there wasn't a ton there like there was some there but maybe like five inches yeah yeah which is supposed to supposedly the average yeah but I don't remember being that big maybe it was smaller I think he may have said it was five inches but it wasn't five I know. I will say I've never like gotten out a ruler to measure, but there have been times where I've been like putting my hand up against yeah. just to check because I'm curious and I have no, I'm not very good at estimating dimensions. Like that's not my strong yeah. suit. I also do, be- I do believe that it's how you use your tools. Yeah. There are definitely ways that you can, you know, even if you are a smaller size person, there are toys you can use. There are other things you can use. There are angles you can find. There are fingers you can supplement with. You know, there's, I do think that there's a certain amount of attention that goes, that can go a long way. So how did you get to be, were there partners between this high school partner and your current partner? Um, or explorations that, that are noteworthy? No. So, uh, well, there was, there was one guy. He was very attractive. But for me to want to sleep with someone, I really need to know that there's some sort of relational future there. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm like, well, I don't want to sleep with you just to sleep with you. Yeah. Uh, and then he really just made a statement one time. And I was like, nope, we can never sleep together. Uh, and he asked me. He, he stopped me and was like, do you want to be my friend with benefits? And I was like. I'll think about it. But I already knew, like, no, in my head. I'm like, yeah. no, not yeah. really. Yeah. So, that, yeah, then I met this guy, and I was never talking to him again because he's crazy. Uh, and he's, he, yeah, crazy in the head. That's all I could think. I'm like, yep, can't, can't talk to you ever again. He was super loud. He never stopped talking, and he, like, swore all the time. Where did you meet him? In college. Okay. Just randomly outside. Yeah. yeah. And then I invited him somewhere. To drive, I barely knew him. I invited him somewhere, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll drive. That's fine." And we talked again. And then one day, we ended up uh, kissing. And I was like, "Well, I'm with someone. I just cheated." But mm. this seems way better. 
So mm. I immediately like ended that. I didn't play games. I didn't lie about it. I was like, yeah, yeah. we need to end this. And uh, then we just kind of stayed. He officially asked me to date him, and then we've just been together ever since. And okay. that's what happened. It is not. Uh, usually, like most people have this like great story of, oh yeah, we met. Like, no, I cheated, and that's what happened. And I it mean, just, it's I, just a lot better. of people. <laughs> a lot of people cheat. I will say we have quite a stigma around it, but it is funny because the more that I talk to people, I mean, it's a fairly socially. It's like accepted in this way where it's like not acceptable but it's oftentimes more acceptable than being forthright about the fact that you have multiple partners like that is oftentimes looked down upon more depending on the circle that you're yeah. in how long ago was that that was three years we've been together okay. for three years now okay. I know I have a string of like three years but <laughs> I mean, you know no we've been together for quite a quite a while um most of our friends who are married we've been together longer than they have oh, wow. Oh, wow. who are engaged we've been together longer than they oh, have like combined is, yeah wow so it's really interesting to just uh be like yeah you know we've been married for a year but we've been together for three years so by the time you hit that point, you might not want to be around each other anymore. That is wild. So what are your favorite? Let's get into some favorites details. Um, Ooh, okay. Sex sex wise, will you just give us a little overview of what your vagina and clitoris feel like? Like how, what's your sensitivity level? What are some things you love? What are some things that you maybe would like to explore but haven't? Just dive in. I am very sensitive uh some people aren't like they need a lot mm -hmm. i don't need a lot which is kind of a blessing most of the time like sometimes like okay you need to back off a little bit like yeah. a little too much but i am very sensitive my nipples are super sensitive if you want me to be wet you just have to touch them and that's all it takes oh wow and that's awesome i love that so that's crazy like touch it like you could touch it with a finger and you'll get wet yes Yep. Whoa. Are they sensitive in the way of like it feels really good to have them played with or are they sensitive in a way where it can be too much or is it like a mixture? Um, It's usually not too much. I don't enjoy experiencing pain through them. Okay. Some people do. Like I don't mind it. <laughs> Sometimes a guy will do something and if you respond in a way that's really positive even though you don't love it, it's like, oh, you love that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my partner now, he's like, oh, you love that. Like, he'll, he'll hit me. And I'm like, I don't love it. But I know you do. So I will act like I love it so mm. that you can get enjoyment out of it. Does that... like, And I don't have a problem telling you I don't love it. Okay. So he knows that and you're like comfortable with engaging in that way? Yeah, that's fine with me. Okay. As long as it stays there and like doesn't come out. Yeah. That's fine with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you have, do you, so that's a little bit of a BDSM flavor. Do you have a safe word? Like, do you guys, have you talked about that at all? We, we have. I was like, do you want to like make a safe word? Cause he'll choke me. Yeah. Or <laughs> sometimes he's like, oh, are you moaning? I'm like, no, I just can't breathe. <laughs> oh, geez. And he's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, like that's cool with me. Um, I don't think it's ever gotten uh, intense enough. We're like, okay, I think we need to talk about this. I disagree because I do think breath play is super, can be super scary. And particularly if he's not, is he hitting you in the face? No. 
Okay. Because I mean, because I, I have had a couple people, I like to be hit in the face. I'm a kinky submissive. Like I identify, I like, I like some pain only if it's mixed with pleasure. But I've definitely had a couple people that weren't very trained and they hit me in the face and they almost got my eye or they almost got my ear. And so that's like a, a safety thing. But, yeah. But I'm, I know a lot of people really casually will like want to choke me because they've seen it in porn and I'm like no no I want a conversation about this like that's kind of where I am now but it sounds like you guys are well I don't know it sounds like you know each other or have talked about it a little bit if you discussed a safe word we okay so we haven't discussed one because we communicate like constantly the whole time that's good um so I feel like that's why we just haven't discussed one okay I have no problem being like okay that's like enough um so he's he knows when I've had enough because I'll either say it verbally or I will like motion in some way. Um, but also he's not, I don't think he is quite all in to be decent. If that makes sense. He, Oh, I know he's interested, but he's like, yeah, I'm not like all the way. Yeah. Yeah. He is definitely not into being submissive. I love being submissive because it's like the one time I don't have to think about anything. Like, yeah. yes, tell me what to do. Totally. I don't want to do anything that I have to think about. Um, so that's like hot to me is being told what to do because it's, it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> it is easy. Um, and it doesn't take a lot of like brain power. Yeah. Which for some reason is really sexy not to have to think. I mean, it's my favorite. That's where I can just totally relax and let go and like feel whatever sensation is being offered to my body. And then I'm like, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So you can get wet from someone touching your nipples. Do you have any other magical sensitive spots like ears or neck or anything like that? My ears. Uh, I really like when someone just is like breathing in them. I'm like, yes. Just keep breathing in my ear. That's amazing. Nice. <laughs> um, I'm a mind person. Like, if you want to talk to me about it, that that's really great. So if he's, like, texting me about it, I'm like, okay, we're there. I'm ready. Yes. Where are you? So, and he knows that. I'm like, I really need you to, like, fuck my mind, like, yeah. beforehand, and then I'll be ready. Oh, I love uh, that. Can you actually expand upon that? Like, do you have any specifics for our listeners of like what you like, like what sort of dirty texting you like to receive or what sort of, or even if it's in person, like what sort of like phrases or words like get you very excited? Interestingly enough, my partner is actually a virgin. He has never penetrated anybody. He doesn't penetrate me. Wow. That's fine. I come every time, like multiple times. And he is fine with like using toys, but that's something that he didn't want to do. And I was like, okay. that's fine. Is so it, can I ask what his reasoning is? Is it religious? It is. And okay. also like, he's very open with his parents, but not like in a bad way. Like he yeah. doesn't tell them everything. Yeah. But his mom was just like, you know, if you're going to make that choice, that's fine. But you need to realize like there's responsibility with it. Okay. And he's like, okay. Um, and so even now, like, she'll casually bring it up, like, hey, uh, she'll just check on him. And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, I understand. Um, and no, I haven't done that yet. Okay. So I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. So this being said, he has no problem, like, talking about it to me. That's great. Like, some people only talk about, like, what they do. Yeah. So he has no problem talking about it, which is really great. That's so fun, um, too. That's, like heightened i don't know there's so much to do 
Yeah. It makes you, like, so creative. Um, So when will he text me? I like being told what to do, like, really specific details. Yes. Um, Like, he doesn't usually – I did tell him one time. I'm like, I really just want you to, like – um, snap me and tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. So if he's like, okay, I need you to like, don't take off your clothes, but I want you to just like rub your hands all over your body outside of your clothes first. And I'm oh. like, yes. So being told exactly what to do, like down to the letter, I'm like, okay, please more. Yeah. I also love um, that. Although I get really sad if someone doesn't let me take off my clothes fast enough. Like, that's the one thing, because I love, I love being naked. And so that's the one thing where I'm like, can I be naked yet? Can I please be naked? Can I please take off my clothes? You know, <laughs> so sometimes that's my, like, I don't know, they punish me I, by leaving clothes I on. I get that. Sometimes, <laughs> like, I want them off, or sometimes, like, one time there was, like, a whole week, I think we were, like, screwing around every single day, but only with our clothes on. That's and hot. Both, like, yeah, I know. It was great. We'd both finish, like, every time. <sighs> I. I usually finish like two or three times because it just it's easy. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Wait, so after you come once, do you need do you have like a refractory period or is it like if you're continued to be touched in this in the perfect way, can you have another one immediately or like what's your body like? Sometimes it it takes maybe a minute or sometimes he'll just like grab me and he's like, We're not done yet and mm. he'll like force me. I'm like, Okay, whatever you say, this yeah. is great. <laughs> So uh, he'll just keep going. And then so sometimes I need a minute, but I feel like uh, I can be forced into it and I don't actually need a minute. So yeah. sometimes a minute is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. So as a female, like you can come, but then you can still like feel that for three to five minutes later. And mm-hmm. he, he likes watching. He's like, you're still there, huh? And I'm like, yeah. well, maybe. So, yeah. That's amazing. It is. It's really great. What are some of your other favorite things during sex or or how he goes down on you or touches you or the things that you do, which for all intents and purposes, I do think are still sex, even if he's not penetrating you with his penis? Yes. So the first time he went down on me, I think he's not super experienced. Like he doesn't have a lot of partners other than than me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, who taught you how to do this? Because I was with someone who'd had like, a dozen partners and yeah. they were terrible yeah yeah like, no one I'm like really because it was so great I don't usually um like come from from head but mm-hmm. I did like one time we, we were 69 and I was like wow that that just happened that yeah. is crazy I had the same experience with a person who was a little bit more shy than a lot of my partners and it had fewer partners than other partners but he because he was so thoughtful and had read and researched so much and was like really paying attention to me it was the first time because I never thought I'd be able to come from 69ing and I was like what are you doing he's like oh I'm just paying really close attention to you and I was like magic exactly yeah if I start like people say like ride my face and then you just like sit on their face no if I literally start like riding your face yeah it's good that's awesome I'm almost there. I can't control myself. Yeah. Um, and so that's when he knows. He's like, okay, yeah, I can't quite give up. 
However, he's one of those guys that's like, okay, my jaw's kind of tired. I'm like, well, I give you head for 45 minutes and my jaw's not tired. What's uh, wrong with you? Will you please talk about giving head for 45 minutes? Please tell us details and what your moves are and what your favorite things are. And I just love giving head. So the 45 minute thing is not a problem for me. He lasts forever. Yeah. Uh, amazing. Which is fine. Yeah, it's kind of, it's like slightly frustrating at times because I'm like, it took me forever to get him to to come like without his help. Okay, it's, and because so is I'm he like, controlling I don't it or is he a tough come? He's a tough come. Okay, okay. I think yeah. uh, initially the first time we really ever did anything, I think I I gave him head and I like really talked myself up like, I, like I'm amazing at this, yeah. and then he didn't come. I was like, what? What just happened? <laughs> I will say so, I've been with plenty of people and I'm I'm very confident in my blowjob skills. And some people don't come from it. Like they just, they won't. It's, it's my, uh, and I talk to them about it. I'm like, is this a thing? And they're like, yeah, 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 it's a thing. I don't usually come from this. Or or I find out that they're trying not to. And I'm like, okay. I know. I'm like, don't withhold it from me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now, like with with time and at first I feel like when you're with someone new they're maybe like afraid to express themselves or like yeah. um, use use their hands on you or to like make facial expressions or to make noises and that just makes it like not as fun yeah um, totally. so now that we're past that Good. I'm like I just want to give head and he's like it's two o'clock in the afternoon I'm like I really don't care yeah. like can we just do this so I'll just do that um, Wait, did I'll he mean two o'clock in the afternoon is a weird time to give head? Or what does he mean? I think any time is a good time if you have the time. Right? Yeah. I agree. Uh, I think he thinks it's a weird time because okay. he's always in, I'm in class or he's in class. I'm, like, I'm in class. Like, what do you want? I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> or other times he's like, there's the stairwell right there. Like, let's go do it in the stairwell. I'm like, so it's either like two opposites, either in the stairwell. We've done it, um, like, in a bathroom here that oh my was, like, shut down. Um, <gasps> all these stairwells. I know. And that's, like, wild for here because no one does anything. Or they say they don't do anything. Right, right. Um, so, yes. Or, or his boss's office. That happened one time, too. Seriously? That's amazing. Lovers, we are going to take a quick pause for a word from our sponsor, and they have given me notes to do a sultry female voice. So I'm very excited and I'm going to do my best. Did you know the Flora app is a safe place to open up, embrace your desires, and find like-minded people? This is the story of one couple who found the threesome of their dreams, discovered a new level of shared passion, and stepped into a whole other realm of possibilities. All thanks to Flora. As life's routines settled in, Robert and Lucy found themselves yearning to explore uncharted territories. So they downloaded Floor and embarked upon a thrilling journey of sensual experimentation, learning more about each other's desires in the process. Open-minded and adventurous, Robert and Lucy dreamt of adding a new dimension to their intimacy, sharing the touch of another woman, being witnessed and connecting in a way that transcends the ordinary. In Floor's diverse and accepting community, Lucy connected with Emily, a babe craving the same experiences. So they invited Robert to the conversation. The chemistry built and anticipation heightened as they exchanged messages until finally their agreed-upon date night arrived. A gorgeous hotel was the setting for their evening of pleasure, passion, and connection. 
a shared exploration that fulfilled each party's desires. Floor App celebrates the beauty of open-minded connections. It's a platform where fantasies come to life and desires are embraced without judgment. For couples seeking adventure with others or individuals keen on exploring, Floor invites us all to a world where every desire is a possibility waiting to unfold. Download Floor now, express your desires freely, and find like-minded people today. It was it was great. It was definitely uh, special. I couldn't look at his boss the same after that. Totally, you never can. But, uh, Wait, what what kind of can you say what type of office it is? It's like a research office. So there's like okay. microscopes and all this other stuff going on. I'm like. Yeah, it is what it is. At least it's dark. I don't have to think about it too that's much. That's great. I think that's kind of hot. I mean, I'm I'm into the idea. I'm a little bit shy. Like I honestly am very shy and but I love the fantasy of doing things in interesting places. And if it was like at a time of day where other people probably weren't going to walk in on us, then I'd be like, "Okay, let's try it." But I'd still be very nervous. Exactly. Yeah. No, I get that totally. Like I kind of get anxiety like in the middle of the day. We've yeah. actually been caught by a cop once in the middle <gasps> of the day, and ever since then I'm like, uh, "What happened?" Uh, so what happened is we had like just finished. We were we were like laying, playing on our phones. He was completely naked. I had enough sense to start to put my clothes on, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, the cops are here!" He's like, "What? What are you talking about?" I'm like, quick, find your clothes. He can't find his pants. Oh, my God. Well, where were they? Where were the pants? I think actually the cop like opened the door and was like, I have your pants, sir. Oh, And like my hands God. him his pants. Oh and then he's God. like, wait, I think I know you. He's like, yeah, I know you. I dealt with you last week. And I'm like, oh. Oh, my God. So what he did, he didn't do anything wrong. I was like, in what capacity? So they like <laughs> met each other. Oh and God. it was just really funny and just terrible. And I thought I was going to throw up after that. I'm like, I need I need to leave. I that, just can't be here. That is a lot. Yeah, I would also <gasps> need to leave. I'd be like, abort mission, go home now. I know. Anyways, back to the blowjob question. The blow now that we've talked about the cops, <laughs> I can deep throw. But I need, I need it to be, it depends on the day, I guess. Yes. For me, yeah. it depends on the day and the angle. And now I'm discovering it depends on the person. Some people, I cannot deep throat for some reason and I have not figured this out yet I don't know you have to be like really turned on that helps a lot for me yeah, um, yeah. so that helps and I feel like making noise that helps I don't mind I kind of resist a lot if he like takes my head and like pushes it down I'm like I'm not going to deep throat you if you do that I can't I can't do it that way like I have to do it I have to be in control of the deep throat unless the other way that it can slip right in is if I'm laying on the bed with my head hanging over yeah. the edge that's such an easy deep throat angle which I didn't discover until my most recent partner a couple months ago so you know yeah I I've done that previously but it was like with the guy who was small so mm. I guess I, I didn't need to do that he just yeah. wanted to do it so yeah no he's uh he's a very I want to say commendable size I appreciate that Wonderful. um and so I don't have a problem with with that but it depends on the day like I said and I don't mind like choking like some girls throw up yeah I don't uh, sometimes I feel like the potential could be there yeah, yeah, <laughs> if you yeah. keep like pushing me down. Yeah. Um, I've, I've thrown up a couple times in my mouth. Um, sometimes it <laughs> happens, but I, I will say, 
It's particularly if I have a full tummy. Like if we've gone out to eat, then I'm then it's probably going to come up. It's usually nachos because that's one of my favorite things. So, you know, <laughs> not ideal. That can be tough on the way up. I yeah. definitely understand. It's tough. And I have gotten better, though. I'm better at gagging now. Like now with my partner, I can gag a fair amount without feeling like I need to come up for air. And so I feel like I've reached a new level of deep throating. I don't know. It's my it's one of my favorite things about blowjobs like part of it I wouldn't only deep throat but I do love it yes I can I can gag quite a bit too I think like three to five times in a row mm. is is pretty good yeah. um maybe that sixth time is like okay oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To stop. totally that's usually when I'm <laughs> I mean in that at that point I usually like need a little more air than I'm getting you know yeah I can't breathe through yes. my nose very well I don't know if can you breathe through your nose when you deep throat I guess I never thought about it, but now I'll. Uh, okay, well, if you uh, well, didn't want, if you want to do an experiment and get back to me, I'd be very curious. And that goes for okay. everyone. Can you breathe through your nose when you deep throat? Because I cannot. I would assume not, because your airway is closed off. Yeah, but there's cert- Yeah, it's pretty blocked. So nothing's getting to your lungs, but you may be like moving air between your mouth. Yeah, yeah. And your nose. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. In the in the nature of mouths in lower parts. Do you do any butt stuff? How are you feeling about balls and assholes? I love butt stuff. Uh, He's petrified. Oh, It's really really? funny. Okay. I kind of do it a little bit as a joke. Like, I'll kind of, like, start to get close, and he's like, okay, what's going on? I'm like, (laughs) Just checking to see if you still feel the same way about it. (laughs) (laughs) Which he he does. Um, I I think every guy wants their balls touched, but they don't know how to say it. Yeah. I met one guy who had super sensitive balls, and but he still liked them touched. He was just like, no, I don't. And then I was like, at all? And he was like, no, not at all. And I was like, can I try the most gentle touch? And he was like, yeah. And I started by just blowing on them and then like put a, like just one gentle finger. And then he's like, okay, I do like it. <laughs> like, great. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't think he's like super sensitive because... I know he definitely wanted me to put them in my mouth, but he didn't know how to ask me. Mm. And so I just like, okay, he likes me touching them. Let me like lick them and I'll put them in my mouth. And he was like, I like this. I'm like, yeah, I do too. You know, like it's okay. As long as you're not um, adverse to it. Yeah. Um, And then he wasn't. And like he lets me (laughs) massage like lower and lower. But then at a certain point he's like, okay, that's too much. Okay. All right. (laughs) I'm like, okay, that's fine. That's okay. Like, I don't worry about it. And he likes my butt. Okay, that was my next question. That's important. Okay. Does he play with it? Does he give you rim jobs? I don't think he has ever done that. I don't think he's ever been in like a position to though either. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever asked. Do you think Um, that's something you'd want? Because I before before my master, my ex master gave me a rim job, I don't think it's something I ever would have asked for, but I'm like, oh no, I'm I'm okay. But now I'm like, yeah, 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 play with all of me. Like, I would be, I'm fine with it. Mm. I I've had one before. I okay. mean, it wasn't terrific, but you'd be in the right position. Number one, like yeah. if you're on yeah. your back, it's kind of a little awkward. No, you have was... to get a good angle. Yeah, exactly. So I don't have a problem with it. Um, I enjoy it. I have I have a lot of friends actually here who enjoy anal. So yeah. they're always like pushing it, and we're always pushing it. And some people are like, how do you even begin that? I'm like, very small yeah. is how you begin that. Yeah. Possibly with a butt plug, I think, is a nice a butt plug or a little finger, little finger action. 
Some lube, yeah. definitely some lube, maybe some shorter nails, you know, get that manicure. <laughs> and once again, it doesn't work every day. Yeah. Depends on the day. Yep. You got to check in with your body. Yeah. So if you're feeling a little too tight, mm. maybe don't go for it that day. Mm-hmm. Or if it, if it hurts, just don't push it anymore. Totally. And some people, some people like will keep going. They're like, oh God, I hurt myself. I'm like, well. <laughs> I will say I'm, I'm an experienced enough butt slut at this point that I can kind of gauge my levels of discomfort to know what I'll probably be able to work through in what amount of time. So like if in the first minute I'm like uncomfortable today, I know that that will probably ease up. But then if it doesn't, then I'm like, oh, let's abort this mission today. Like today is not the day. So that's just my little yes, my little uh, info sesh. <laughs> I, I can tell like I have no problem saying, like, okay, that's too much. Like, too much action, maybe. Just There was one time very recently where, so, here's your butt. The in and out motion is the best way to go. Like, if you're using a finger, the come here motion doesn't always work, okay? It's not always the best way to go. Now... That is exactly what was happening. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah. That does not feel good. Yeah. That's a little too much in there right now. Yeah. <laughs> so that was not enjoyable for me. Uh, I'd rather have something like in and out or just there yeah. uh, and then stay there. Yeah. Yep. So. I will say, as a woman who has given a number of prostate massages, there is that little walnut spot that you can find in massage in a dude. In women, it's a little, we're shaped a little different. We're put together different. So, and each body is different. So you got to check in with your person. Yeah. What, when do you feel the most turned on in life? You mentioned getting told to do stuff. Are there other similar things or is that kind of the main thing? When am I the most turned on? And like, not just when, but also like what needs to be in place in your life, in your body, whatever. There have been, I think, two times um one was a few months ago we definitely decided it was the best time that we ever had Mm -hmm. and I was like I've never been that turned on before and it was because we like talked the entire time Mm. about like everything yeah yeah Um, I was like is this okay is that okay I'm like yes because uh we had like a bad experience where Something happened with a third person that was not talked about. And so I was like pretty traumatized after Mm. that. So that was like really the first time I'm like, wow, okay, it can be good again. And so talking through it is what I enjoy. And we like came together. I have never done that with anybody before. Yeah. So that was great. And then I get into like a different mode of almost like animal mode. Mm -hmm. There's some sort of switch that gets flipped. I'm not exactly sure um, what causes that. Usually going slower. I like a lot of buildup. I'm not really into just jumping into things. Yeah. Um, So the more you build me up like really slowly, um, like it can take a long time to take off my clothes or you – touch me like I like to be touched like really lightly at first Mm -hmm. 
that'll just get me there. Like you make yeah. me want everything. Yeah. Um, so good communication and just starting off a little bit slower usually is what turns me on the most. That's awesome. Do you have any fantasies, not necessarily like fully thought out, but are there any things you'd like to try or fantasies you have that you haven't gotten to yet that you'd like to explore? So they change. Mm -hmm. Um, Like some days I wake up and I'm like, oh, like this is exactly what I want. But right now, this is interesting because it's not one of those people. Maybe most people have it. I'm not really a casual sex person, Mm -hmm. but I always just wanted to like hook up with someone just one time. Yeah. So I asked my partner, like, can you just like pretend like you don't know me just one time? (gasps) And he was like, what does that mean? (laughs) Yeah. Because he's down for whatever, but also he's kind of shy. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I just won't tell you if I act like I don't know you. That's the time. Pretend you don't know me. It's fine. That's amazing. You don't even have to say anything if you don't want to. Did you guys do it? No, I like, okay. I picked a time. Okay. I did pick a time. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if he'll get the hint, but we'll see. We'll and see. even if he doesn't, that's okay. I mean, if you start it's out with something like, hello, random stranger who's handsome. <laughs> I don't know. It's something just so like corny and over like, like, don't follow my lead. What's your name? <laughs> yeah. Do you come here often? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I would love to do that. I would love to, I used to talk about that with my ex-master about like being out in the world somewhere and having him just come discover me and then having it turn into something hot, you know? Yeah. I meant to ask, do you want to talk at all about the explorations you alluded to? You said there was a threesome and you said mostly straight. So it was, um, it was like a year ago and we met up with some friends and they were very drunk. And I was like, ooh, I want to be drunk too. Mm-hmm. So I was drunk and he... <laughs> He was not. He was just trying to get food to okay. like put in us so okay. that we would not be drunk. <laughs> and okay. drinking is also not allowed here. Oh, uh, really? You can just okay. be exposed. Uh, yeah. Also, like engaging in sexual activities is yeah. also uh, result in expulsion. Yeah. I was going to say, did so, you have to sign a virginity contract? Uh, no, but okay. pretty close to it. Pretty close. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> so. We ended up hanging out, and this girl just starts stripping off her clothes. And I'm like, what's happening? She's like, I'm so hot. Like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Because when you're drunk, like, you have no Uh, sort of feeling. I get it. And so my my partner was like, you should just make out with her. I'm like, I don't want to. It's not a good idea. He's like, you should make out with her. It's not a good idea. I'm not drunk enough. And so he went and got a bottle of whatever and oh like, put it in my face and was like, drink this. And so I did. And then I made out with her and it was okay. And then he was like, you should let her let her uh, give me head. I'm like, I don't think it's a good idea. I'm not mm. drunk enough. So he's like, well, have another drink. So I was like, fine, whatever. This is already depressing. So I do. I, we both gave him head together. But it was not something we talked about. And after yeah. that, I remember I left. We all like came back. We went to our rooms, whatever. And I just like started crying. And he called me and he's like, I'm going to come get you. And I cried like all night and all the next day because it was just something that we didn't talk about. And then suddenly there was a third person in our relationship who wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay. You hardcore betrayed me. And I watched you do it. 
Yeah. And so he he cried for like days. Uh, and so most people would be like, yeah, forget you. I'm just going to dump you. I tried that, mm-hmm. but pretty much I think from like day one, I think we knew we were going to get married. <laughs> mm. So we were like, well, nothing – nothing has really mattered. Like we've conquered a lot of things. Most people don't withstand them. Yeah. So we did. But then I took it one step further and got drunk again. And then the girl and I slept together. Mm. And the problem was that I enjoyed it a lot. Like, can you tell us why it's a problem? The problem was was that I had to tell him that I did this thing. And I did, Uh I did immediately. Uh And he was, he didn't even say anything about it. Like, he got over it right away because he told me that he felt like what he did was not even comparable to what I did. Like, Mm -hmm. it didn't even matter. And so the the problem was that I was like, wow, I think I broke myself because I couldn't come with him after. Oh. Like, oh, no. Oh, boy. And eventually, like, I did. Yeah. And (laughs) he dealt well with it I don't think he ever asked me if I came with her okay but I did why do you feel like you broke yourself or and or why do you feel like you couldn't come with him if you if you can even answer that question so after that I was like so I to begin with I hate gay or heterosexual porn Mm. it just turns me off so fast like there's Nothing worse than seeing some dude that's just like grunting. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like it's so not sexy. Whenever and when I see like that, screaming. I'm just like they're rooting. Like I feel like they are wild boars that are just like rooting around, and I'm like I'm bored. Like I even though I like experiencing, I like to experience like rough sex where I just get fucked for a little. Like that's part of the experience that I want. Watching that for me, especially when it's strangers, I'm just like uh, okay. Yes. Exactly. I feel that. So I definitely prefer the lesbian side of things because mm-hmm. they're, uh, it's, it's not so rough. I mean, it can be, if you want to, you can find it. It's not totally. hard, but I just prefer that a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. So he already knew that. Okay. Um, and he was like, okay, fine. But I was like, oh, okay. So I only watch lesbian porn. I've never come so fast with someone And then when I tried to go back with him, like, um, and we were, I don't even remember what we were doing, but it was not very successful. And I was like, oh, what if I only can come with females from now on? Mm. What am I going to do? Yeah. (laughs) And eventually, like, that changed and it worked out and I have no problems. But it was, and I think it was probably very psychological. Yeah. So that's taken all of that has taken a very long time to work through like even now so I think I deal with it and then I'm like oh oh boy here we go again so mm-hmm. it's taking a lot of time to work through that because there's yeah. a lot of betrayal involved yeah yeah uh, and a lot of like I'm not good enough or I should have done better or I should have done more mm-hmm. uh, so there's a lot of that involved but even I think just this week, I've probably made the most progress this week than I have in an entire year. Yay! Yeah. 
Fuck yeah. What does that progress look like? So I tend to go to therapy and just want to talk about like my cats or something because mm-hmm. talking about terrible things is no fun. So I finally decided that like my therapist recommended keeping a list because I used to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one of my good friends here has uh, an ESA, an emotional support animal. She's a little dog. He's adorable. Mm-hmm. And she's like, maybe you should consider that. So I was like, okay, I'll bring it up. So yeah. I went in, I gave my list and then I was like, yeah, can we explore like getting a dog? And she's like, yeah, sure. So I have been doing that. I'm in love with this dog. <gasps> and every time we're together, I'm like, I don't even think about any of the bad things that happen. <laughs> mm. So there's that, but it also is just like being honest about my feelings. Like, yeah, yeah okay. So it just feels like betrayal. Yeah. Well, maybe you have rejection issues. Like, maybe. Mm. I don't know. I think most of us have rejection I was gonna, issues. I was just going to say, don't we all? <laughs> like, aren't we all afraid to be rejected, especially if we show our true selves? I know I am. Every time I talk to a new person, I'm just like, okay, here we go. Can I ask what your list was about? What kind of list was it? Okay, yeah. So on my list, um, which is things I noticed, like, one was I was, like, crying every morning and mm. every night. I... Lately, so I've always been a a really good student, but I've not been doing like any homework. I think my classmates have been carrying me Mm. for a while. Mm -hmm. And I've apologized. I'm like, I'm so sorry. So they've been kind of like carrying me through that and um, relating, just relating that. And what else? So my list for this week, maybe I can tell you about that because I don't remember what was all on that list. My list for this week is. So my mornings are better because I have a routine. Like I made a list of all the things that make me happy. Like yoga helps me. I'm a rock climber. So that helps me Mm. a lot. I work with some high school students. That's really great. But then so for this week, my mornings are better because I have a schedule, but my night times are not so good because I, I will call my partner like, just stay on the phone with me. Like, don't Mm. leave. And he's like, well, I I need to sleep. Like, no, you can't leave. (laughs) So then he'll go because he has to sleep and uh, I'm like, well, I'm all alone now. Mm. And then I won't sleep because I'll get really anxious. Mm. So that is what's on my list for this week. It may grow. Yeah. I'm not sure yet. But yeah, that's what the that's what that looks like. That's an amazing practice of awareness. That's I mean, that just notice it for, for myself. I'm a daily journaler. And I've been really lapsing on my journaling lately because I've been so crazy, overwhelmed and busy. And I finally did it again today. And I was like, oh, right. This helps me keep track of myself. And a list sounds like a really, I might steal, I might borrow your list idea and start doing that. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. It's a way to break it down yeah. um, into like bullet points. Yeah. What would you say your hopes are for your sexual self going forward? Going forward, um, so we talk about this a lot, actually. We, <laughs> I recently just asked my partner, I'm like, what's, what's like too much sex and what's not enough, or what's just mm, the right number? And he's like, yeah. too much would be like mm, 21 times a week, and like so three <laughs> times a day. That's a lot. Like, That's a lot. I'm like, got it. Well, usually I'm good to go like three or four or five times, whatever. And he's like just one time that's good okay so for me 
a good volume is great. Yeah. But also being more open about it. We had a 45 minute conversation about birth control and it was so sexy. Mm. Like this is amazing. Being open is really great. And talking about like every little detail is so helpful. Yeah. So going forward, like more of that. And if something isn't good, it is okay to say it isn't good. Um, and it's also okay to say no. Yeah. A lot of people are like, well, I can't say no because they like this and I don't want them to think I'm lame. Like, it's okay to say no. Um, like, I don't have a problem. If there's something I don't love, I'll just do it because he loves it. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Like, choking or... I don't love it, but I'll take it. It's yeah. fine with me. So just remembering, like, it's okay to say no if I don't like something. And <laughs> the guy who was much older than me, his idea was that even if I didn't want it, I should still give it <gasps> no matter what. Whoa. And he told me that. And so Whoa. if you don't want it, uh, it's okay to just say no. Yeah. So those are the things that are important to me. Like I'm doing more and more of those things. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so just just keeping on going with that. Yeah. And then in that vein, if you could go back in time and give younger you a piece of advice, what age would you pick and what would you say? So maybe like just after I turn 14. And I would probably say that it's perfectly okay to wait and it's perfectly okay to say no and that letting someone pressure you is is not acceptable i mean as i think like during that time when i was growing up it was like really common mm -hmm. in like even in music and on tv to yeah. have guys like pushing it yes it's everywhere it's, it's <laughs> yeah. everywhere yeah exactly but like oh you're hot like i'm gonna go take you to bed now I'm like well yeah. We've been taught that men pursuing women, this heteronormative dynamic, is romantic, that men push, 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 ask, 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 force, force, force until we say yes. And that's what we're taught because it comes from this model where women weren't allowed to be like, yes, I want sex back in the day. And so it, it was there was a coyness that is gone now. And so now it's just rapey. And so that's actually why this podcast exists, because it's if we don't have a language to talk about it, then we're in dangerous situations. Or just not desirable situations. Yes, definitely. And all of my friends, like, growing up had very similar experiences. Mm. Um, one, it was her dad. Mm. Um, another one, it was someone in her church. No one believed her. Oh, fuck. Right? Yeah. So it was just all these very, like, similar, terrible stories. Yeah. Um, so mine, like, I feel like my experiences were not nearly as like traumatizing as those well it's comparative um, but it's like hopefully a paradigm that as a society we can shift away from is my hope exactly yeah I yeah that's that's what I would say to myself is just you don't uh maybe I'd be more specific and be like yes you should stay away from this person um <laughs> yeah because yeah. my mom told me that and my mm. mom is hate it but she's always she's always right she's yeah. like I know that you like this but they're not good. Yeah. I was like, yes, they are. whatever. And he was like in my basement, like waiting for me at that exact moment. So yeah, that's 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, maybe I should have known right then, but I didn't. <laughs> get it. I've definitely had lessons I had to learn on my own. Yes. Yeah. Do you have a sex question for me? Ooh. What would you suggest someone try? So, like, if someone already does choking, if someone already does anal, what is, like, something else that you would suggest they try? Mm. Oh, what a delicious question. Well, okay, obviously it depends on what the people are into. I personally love being tied down. If okay. You're, if you're a person who enjoys being told what to do, that might work for you. For some people, being tied down is no good. The thing that I would just recommend for everybody is ask your partner to spend an hour just touching you, maybe lightly or maybe set progression levels or like come up with words, but just I want every person to experience what it's like to just be touched in a way that feels good to them not necessarily sexually. Like maybe the rule is stay away from genitals. Maybe you decide nipples and earlobes are on the table. Maybe it's like at certain minute marks, those get taken away. I would love that for everybody. And then you can choose if you want it to go into sex. I know that I would, but that's for me, the the thing that I had. And, the, and then depending on what your partner's up for, how long can that last? Could it be two hours? Could it be four hours? Because I used to have these seven hour sessions with my master, my former master, where he would touch me a little bit and then make me wait. He would fuck me a little bit and then I would be told to give him a blowjob, to worship him, you know? And, it, and so it was this just, especially just for people who love sex, like finding ways to draw it out and to make it about the sensory experience, which for me can only happen if I feel a certain amount of connection with the person, kind of like what you were saying. Like, I don't really want to have a seven hour session with someone I don't care if I see again. But that's, that's, you know, that's, that's another thing that I love about the DS dynamic. And I've been realizing that with my, with my current partner who we're pretty casual and we get along as friends and I don't like the emotional connection isn't particularly deep, but because we have a, we're we're playing with a daddy little girl relationship which is not something I'm terribly familiar with but it's like because we have the sweetness of like I'm allowed to be effusive and be like thank you so much this is amazing this is you know so I would say just like find ways that feel good to you to like have the extended experience that's just my favorite are you I have one more question yeah. are you familiar with what a thigh job is no but I love the sound of it what? I, I didn't say anything about this. So basically, you can do like any sex position. Like you can be on your back. You can be like on your knees. You can be on your stomach. You can sit oh on God. your guy if you want to. And basically, all you do is like cross your legs. Yes. And essentially, they're always on your clit. And it's yes. amazing. Ah! And so, yes, right. And then they're like, oh, it's wet and tight. This is great. Oh my so God. like, I can come like... That repeatedly is that way amazing i yes, need so. to call my lover and have him come over right now <laughs> so if you're like really wanting to have like the positions of sex but like you don't want to have penetration oh my god that is that's uh, genius that's, that's, yeah so that's like i don't want to say it's like fake penetration but that's no. what 
I enjoy that. I also feel like, especially for female-bodied people who don't typically come from penetration, I feel like that's a genius move. And I'm, I think we should all just like bow down to you for sharing that. <laughs> that's amazing. I, uh, I'm not sure how that happened, but we just like started trying that maybe a year and a half ago or two yeah. years ago. And then ever since that, that's kind of like penetration, I don't know, to us. Um, maybe it's like similar to him because he's like, oh, it's like warm, wet, and tight. I mean, he has no idea what like being inside of a vagina actually yeah. feels like. Yeah. So he's like, this is great. I'm like, oh, don't just wait. It's oh gonna my get God. better. That's amazing. Wow. What but an yeah. amazing episode. You're you should awesome. try that. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. You're you're amazing. Thank you so much for being on this show. Thank you for having me. It's so fun. Yes. Oh, my God. You're so fun to talk about sex with. Do you want people to be able to find you on the Internet? Like, do you want to give your Instagram handle? Sure. My Instagram handle is Lake, as in L-A-K-E, and then Chick, C-H-I-C-K, and 11, like the number 11, 11. Awesome. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com. We make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.